Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Okay, here we are, our 10th and final episode for now of the Aikido series where I've been sharing uh, some principles that I've learned and been inspired from in Aikido and applied them to uh, my professional results and Executive Presence wanted to share them with you. Uh, and the thing that I find very useful is having that uh, physical uh, analogy can really, really help you mentally grasp how things work in an in a interpersonal, more abstract space. At least that's how it's been for me. It's been a tremendous um, learning tool, not trying to sign you up to Aikido class, um, but just sharing that mechanism. And, and that's why people use a lot of sports analogies and other analogies, that physical sense, which is concrete, which we can all kind of understand in our bodies um, when it's applied to more complicated theoretical uh, aspects, uh, mental aspects, interpersonal, emotional aspects. They start to make a lot more sense and, and we can learn and apply them much, much better. So today, uh, the last lesson I want to share with you has to do with about connecting to someone's center before you try to move them. Now, what do I mean by that, connecting to someone's center, and what are we talking about moving? So let's make it a little bit more um, specific. Uh, let's, for example, it can apply to more than this, but let's um, apply this to the world of negotiations, because I love reading uh, you know, different um, business and uh, self-improvement books. And a lot of times they talk about negotiation. And this principle, this principle that um, I've learned through Aikido, comes up a lot in different guises in, in, in all these books as well. So one thing that I've noticed is when I see the same principle show up again and again and again by different authors in different um, venues and different types of, of writing and scholarship, then I think, wow. This is a universal principle. This is something deeper than just someone's pet theory. That if you understand this and know how to apply this, it's very powerful and can be applied in lots of different situations because it's a principle. It's not a strategy or a tactic. It's actual principle. It's a lever or a lever of how the world works, how people work, which means once you understand that deeply, you can apply it to myriad situations for your success. So let's say you're negotiating with someone. You know, you have your terms, you have what you want, they have their terms, they have what they want. How, how do you come to an agreement when you are very far apart in the individual terms? And just compromising and splitting the difference is not going to be the answer. How do you move around so you can actually get to a result? And let's say your career depends on getting the best deal possible. And let's just say getting an actual deal. It's, it's not an option for you to not get a deal. So you're actually under tremendous pressure. But at the same time, you can't just get any deal because if you make a bad deal, then it's just as bad as getting no deal at all. Neither one puts you in a particularly good uh, light or really advances your career. So when I say connect to someone's center before you move, it has everything to do, and I mentioned this in a previous episode, your center being your values and their center being 
their values, and to a lesser extent, what they value, right? Because when you have terms in a negotiation, there's things that they're asking for. That's not what they value. That is just um, an expression of what they value. It's, it's a specific, concrete expression that will meet the value. It's not the thing that they value itself. And so what I've seen a lot is, is different authors in, in different, you know, um, different philosophies or different disciplines talk about really connecting to the reason behind the need, right? What is the why? Like, why do they want the thing? Not what do they want, but why do they want it? And the reason why this is important is when you understand the why, it opens up a world of possibilities as to the what, right? If you're just negotiating on the what, they have four what's. And if you can't give them the four what's, you're kind of stuck because what you have in your toolbox will not deliver the four what's. It's not going to be acceptable. So what can you do? You feel stuck and you are stuck because you're focused on what's. But if you understand the why, you start to understand there's more than those four what's to get to the why. And in fact, there may be things that you give them that give them an even better result than the things that they propose. But here's the rub. They're not going to tell you what the why is. Right? You're in a negotiation, you're in a somewhat adversarial situation, they're looking out for their best interests, you know, maybe they don't trust you yet. You have to be able to figure out what their why is. You have to connect to their center. You have to connect to their values as a person and to their value um, as to what they want. And, and that's the interesting too. You can actually go deeper than what they value in the deal. When you can connect to that person as a human being and what they really value, that can open up all sorts of possibilities and actually change their perspective in how they view your deal. And Marshall Rosenberg, uh, the late Marshall Rosenberg, he does some great work on nonviolent communication where the way he expresses it is universal needs. Like what are those needs? And when you can express your needs and they can express their needs, and often they're not the same needs, now you have a whole big world to play in of options for them to satisfy your needs and you to satisfy their needs. So it's not just the deal. Right? The deal is not what's important. It's the dealers, right? It's the people involved. The dealers are the key to getting the negotiation done. That's why you have to connect to their center before you move. Before you make that proposal, you have to feel really strongly connected to the person, understand what they value as a human being, what they value in the deal. When you can get beyond the transaction itself, it opens up a world of possibilities. Well, thanks so much for being with us um, for this series of Aikido-inspired and, and educated uh, executive presence morsels, um, applying uh, leadership and executive principles with that sort of physical analogy, which I find so useful. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to 2022. So glad to be spending the new year with you on Executive Presence Morsels. It's been a pleasure since July when we started to be with you every weekday at 7 a.m. sharp, delivering the only daily leadership insight on Executive Presence. This year, we're going to try something a little bit different, a little bit fun. Um, there were times last year where we just organically slipped into themes, uh, and I really enjoyed that, and I had some good feedback that others did too. So this year, more often than not, each week of five episodes, we're going to have a theme, um, and that will kind of help tie the different concepts together. And this year, the theme, uh, or this week, the theme will be on the brain. So today we're going to talk about stress in the brain and how that works and how that can affect your executive presence. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.